Hello, I'm meteorologist Dave Epstein. This is Growing Wisdom, and today we are sponsored by Valenti Farms in Needham, Massachusetts. So I wanted to talk about the fact that we begin meteorological summer today, June 1st, and that means that the next three months are the warmest three months climatologically of the year. So your plants, your gardens are all going to be reacting to all this light and all the heat. And actually, if you think about it, in another three weeks from when I'm recording this, we're actually going to start losing light. And your plants will, in some ways, start reacting to that as well. So we're still on that incline of light. We're gaining time in the morning. We're gaining time in the afternoon. We'll actually stop gaining time in the morning around the 14th of June. We'll stop gaining time in the afternoon around the 25th. And this time of the year, a few things that are really important to be doing. So if you put your garden in already, uh, for some of you, you may be looking at your lettuce and it's getting longer and taller. Uh, you planted it back maybe in April or even March, or you might have planted it in May. And what that means is that the lettuce is what we call bolting. It's actually getting ready to flower. And if you left it in, it would get taller and taller and taller. It would eventually shoot up a spike and then you'd get some flowers and those flowers would eventually turn into some little seeds and you could replant it. Or if you left it, the seeds would actually fall and they might just seed in. I actually have some lettuce around the patio, uh, Black Seeded Simpson, that uh, has just seeded in from last year. So I can harvest that. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. But as you notice your lettuce bolting like this or beginning to bolt, it's actually turning bitter as well. So as the lettuce continues to grow taller, it is going to not be nearly as edible as it would have been. So as you pick it, as you harvest it, you might notice that it just doesn't taste as sweet. Now, if you're waiting for the lettuce to become a whole head and you start to see it bold, get it out. You can still maybe use it depending on how long it's gotten. But once that lettuce starts to do this bolting, it really does change the taste of it. Now, what do you do when you pull your lettuce out? Well, what can you put there? So I have some lettuce in containers and today I just pulled out some of it and I put in some basil. So why not? I can put basil plants in now and those will be good until frost. You could put in uh, if you have a big enough container, you could put in another tomato, a pepper, an eggplant. You could put in a bush zucchini, a bush cucumber. Any of those things would do really well in the area where lettuce used to be because you needed to pull it out. You could also plant some bean seeds. Beans are great to be putting in this time of the year. You could put in edamame beans. You could put in soup beans. You could put in French beans. You could put in climbing beans if you wanted to. Just need to give it some support. And that's a good thing to do, especially if you have garden space in the ground. I find that growing uh, climbing beans in containers can be a little bit difficult if you need uh, a really tall something in order for it to climb on. But you could take the container and put it against something. So you could have your container on the ground and you could maybe put a trellis against a building or uh, put the trellis in the ground and then put the container at the base and train it to go up that way. But putting the support in the container, unless the container is absolutely huge, can be quite difficult. So just some things that I'm thinking about here as we meander into early June in my garden. I'm also looking at some of the areas of the garden where there's a lot of weeds and I spent a good deal of today weeding the garden, pulling out things that I just know are going to compete for light, water, and nutrients. So those came out. I put them in the compost pile. Now if you find weeds in your garden that have a lot of seeds in them, you might not want to put that in the compost pile unless your compost pile gets really hot because you'll just start growing weeds in the pile. Or eventually, if you move the compost into your garden, you could drag some of those weed seeds back in. So uh, compost piles that get really hot uh, will kill the weed seeds. But if they don't, it just sort of slowly breaks down. You can actually start moving 
bad things into a good area. I did that in one of my areas this year. I had some compost, which I thought was free of weeds. And lo and behold, I planted it and I had a lot of weeds coming up around the carrots, unfortunately. So that was not a fun thing to get out. What else can you be doing this time of the year? Well, you can be pruning things that look like they are just too big in an area that you need to give them a little bit of light. So I have a maple tree, for example, and there's a branch that had come way out and it was just shading a particular area. So that got pruned during the day today. Other things that you can do is some of your evergreens. You can prune those. Now, this is not the ideal time to be pruning them. It's not the perfect time to prune them. I actually like to prune a lot of my evergreens in late February, early March, just before they start to kind of begin to grow. You can prune them, you know, right through March, even April. But this time of the year, they're all candling out. They're getting all that new growth. But sometimes they just get too big. So you can begin to prune them now. There's not really a problem with it. Uh, You can also prune... Uh, other trees, other deciduous trees, which may be a little bit just too big that you need to give a little bit more space. So I've done that as well. Now, in terms of moving things, I would not be moving too many things unless it was absolutely necessary from this point forward until probably the second or third week in August. Uh, And by the time we get there, I sort of wait and see what the weather's like. If it's super hot and super dry, I might wait till the last week in August or early September. But things like perennials, Uh, any trees and shrubs that need to be moved. The time is really closed for that. We have to wait until the fall in order to be able to do that. And one of the reasons for that is that if we have big heat, and and actually we do have some big heat coming in this weekend, especially the second half of the weekend and early next week, it's going to be in the mid-90s. And when you move things, they're going to go into transplant shock And now you're going to give them a lot of heat. You're going to have to keep them wet. It just becomes really difficult. It doesn't mean you can't plant things that are in containers. If you go to a store and you buy some things and you plant those, that's a little different because in the container, uh, the root zone is kind of all encapsulated in that area. And when you move it into the ground, you're basically just giving it more space. But when you dig something out of the ground, uh, it's very difficult to get all the roots and Uh, Again, the shock of something like that being moved this time of year uh, is quite bad for it. So just hold off until we get towards late summer and preferably early fall before you start moving uh, all that stuff. Now, in terms of fertilizing, I am doing a little bit of fertilizing on some things that were fertilized early. I tend to use an organic fertilizer. I've talked about this in other podcasts. I like to use a fish emulsion. Uh, I do use some organic time-release fertilizers. Those work really well, especially on all my vegetables. The other thing I'm doing is I'm kind of walking around the yard and looking for places where there might be gaps. Now, I have very few of those. I just have way too many plants, but I've got a couple of little areas which uh, look good with a few annuals. So I picked up just a tray of annuals. I got some impatiens and I put them in strategic areas so there's pops of color. Uh, If you had your pansies which were planted... Uh, At this point, my pansies have been in since late March, so all of April, all of May. We're about eight, nine, ten weeks into this. Uh, I'm beginning to pull those out because they're just starting to look leggy. With the heat, uh, they're going to stop flowering, so I'm putting in heat-loving annuals in those containers, so that's another thing you can do. And don't feel that because it's June, you can't be doing some of that refreshing. I actually, even in early July, uh, if I find stuff at the you know, the stores that's on sale that they want to get rid of, and I look at it and I think that it'll do well, I'll definitely freshen up some of my flower boxes, my pots, uh, or even in the ground if I want a pop of color. I don't mind doing that that time of the year. 
If you do have a lot of containers, uh, as we get into this heat here, you're going to have to water regularly. And you really want to be sure that you're watering deeply in those containers. Sometimes uh, if you wait a day or two and it's 90 degrees, the containers will dry out. And as you water, a lot of that water is going to run through. The soil becomes repellent almost to the water. And so you'll see it kind of beat up. And the best thing to do if you get into that situation is actually to take your container and put it in a huge bucket or a kiddie swimming pool or something like that and just let it sit and pull the water up from the bottom. Uh, and then it really does become uh, quite soaked. And, and, and that's how I find that my plants do best is by putting some of those containers underneath them. The other thing you can also do is just take a hose, uh, let it drip into the container very, very slowly for a matter of an hour or something like that. That will also help to keep the soil moist or re-moisten it if it has dried out completely. You can still move your house plants outside. I put a couple of plants outside uh, earlier today. If you do that, the sun is incredibly strong. You're going to want to put them in partial shade, morning sun up to maybe 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, and then let them get some shade. And then eventually after, you know, seven to 10 days, they'll acclimate to the added UV light and you can move them back into full sun if the plant requires full sun. So I have some euphorbia that I wanted to give full sun, but they are right now in sort of morning sun situations. So the they do not burn. Uh, other things you might want to be doing this time of the year, besides planting beans, you could try some carrots, uh, still get those in the ground. And you also want to be thinking about planting maybe some uh, turnips would do pretty well this time of the year as a, as a root crop. I like doing those. Uh, rutabagas would do well. The cool weather crops, the brassicas, things like that, it's probably too late until we get towards uh, sometime in August when you can replant and then those will mature in September and October. If you planted your peas uh, and you're looking at them, they should be beginning to get some blooms on them now. Be sure that they are, if they require staking, be sure they're staked up. Uh, you can uh, use something as simple as just some twigs from the, the woods. If you can find them and just stick them in, those work fine. I tend to like my stakes to be quite a bit higher than the peas just so that they climb up. I mean, some pea varieties, some of the sugar snap varieties will go up five, six, seven feet tall if you let them. So uh, be aware of that. And the other thing you can be planting right now are some cucumbers, some zucchini. I still haven't even put in a couple of my cucumbers. So those will go in here probably tomorrow. I'll be planting that as well. And then it is just the W's as I move forward for the rest of the month. And what are the W's? The W's are weeding and watering. Those are the things that I tend to just spend all of my time doing. I will tend to weed during the course of the morning or late afternoon, and I'll tend to water uh, my containers anyway uh, because it doesn't matter that it's the middle of the day and I'm not, I don't get the leaves wet. I, I don't mind watering those during the course of the middle of the afternoon if I need to. But basically, I try to use the cooler times of the day uh, up until about 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, and then I'll shut down uh, between about 11 and 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock, and then maybe resume after dinner, six, seven, eight o'clock, get a couple more hours in. And uh, that's kind of the way I've been gardening. I hope this is helpful just to kind of understand what I'm doing in my garden. I'd love to hear from you and hear how things are going here on what has been uh, a very wet or what was a very wet May compared to average. We lucked out with quite a bit of rain at the end of the month. So things are looking good. And I expect we're going to see a lot of growth over the next couple of weeks. You can always email me, Dave at Growing Wisdom dot com or find me on Twitter at Growing Wisdom. Have a great day.